has a plan from the beginning to the and there will be no end. I mean, this this has started with the human race, and you and I are going to live forever. And so we need all the information yeah, <laughs> heaven can give us. Absolutely. We talk all the time on this program about how in Genesis eight, when Noah and the and the eight people came out of the ark, right, right. then God gave them four immutable laws. That's right. And that immutable means incapable of change. They'll never. They're ever not change. ever going to change. God said, as long as the earth remains, yes. as long as time remains, there'll be seed time and harvest. Right. There'll be hot and cold. There'll be day and night. There'll be winter and summer. Now, you can't change those laws. They're That's there. Right. But that law of sowing and reaping, I love it. it right. I know that I can put in put the seed in the ground and get back more than I put in. How do I That's know that? Right. Because it's a law. God invented the law because God invented spiritual laws, natural laws derived from spiritual laws. Right. Spirit, natural laws work because of right. spiritual laws. So all of heaven is watching the earth all the time, looking for a man or a woman that's going to use the Word of God, that's going to speak the Word of God, that's going to move on the Word of God. And when they do, heaven moves. God bless you and welcome today to More Than Conquerors program. We are delighted to have you here and we've just been having a wonderful time talking about all of the great, well, not all, but the concept of, of how God changed over from Old Testament to New Testament. That yes. bridge was the death, burial and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ and then launching the church on the day of Pentecost. And so we're, we've been talking about that, the difference between Old Testament, New Testament, what all happened. Absolutely. That's just been wonderful. So um, we're going to talk some more about it today. So get your pen and paper out if you need to in your Bible. And uh, darling, continue on where you were, I well, guess. Absolutely. And we, we were talking, <laughs> as she said last week, we left it off at, at uh, we were going from Old Testament to New Testament, just simply because it's been pointed out to me by several friends and, and, and people that just uh, said, uh, you know, they said, Brother Terry said, a lot of people that are watching on the program don't really know, uh, you know, they're new. They don't know what you're talking about. They don't know what the Old Testament is. They don't know what the New Testament right, is. They don't right. know why and how come and what for. And, <laughs> and so I know most of you do. Most of you are just, you know, solid people in the Word of God. But uh, so you you know this is elementary to you, but we have had to go catch some things up for those that might be new. So That's right. anyway, we were talking about that. And uh, I don't know we'd ever get through talking about it, and certainly not in a 30-minute program. But uh, anyway, we, we were saying that, well, you know, Renee, so many Christians today really have an aversion to the Old Testament. I mean, they'll, yes. they'll say all the time, well, I don't like the Old Testament. I don't believe the Old Testament. <laughs> and and they always refer to it as the law. Yeah. And they, I don't like the law. I don't like the law. Like, well, number one, the Old Testament's not the law. Uh, there is law contained in the Old Testament, but the Old Testament itself isn't the law. And uh, I, I always get tickled and, and uh, amused and maybe even irritated 
And <laughs> some Christians it'll say, uh, Brother Terry, I don't like the Old Testament. I don't like the Old Testament. And I say, well, it's funny to me that every time I hear you confess a promise of God, you're getting out of the Old Testament. Right. You know, they'll, they'll confess Psalms 91 and say, oh, blessed God, I'm I'm blessed of the Lord. And and, and he sends his angels, over, uh, gives his angels charge over me to, to lift me up, lest I dash my foot against a stone. And a thousand will fall at my side and 10,000 my right hand. They'll not come near me. I said, that is Old Testament, you know. I mean, <laughs> right. Psalms right. is in the Old Testament. Or they'll confess out of Deuteronomy, God's given me the power to get wealth. Or they'll confess out of Deuteronomy, out of the word that says, uh, God blesses my bread and water and takes sickness from my midst. Or, or he sent his word and <laughs> yeah, healed those are all and, Old Testament. And Jesus took my sure. sorrows and my sickness, my disease. And right. I, that's all Old Testament. And I love it. I love the Old Testament. One always scripture. have, always will. Uh, but, but there is law. In the Old Testament, but there's several kinds of a law, and that's what people don't understand. They seem to just, that's they right. just lump it all together and say, oh, it's a law. I hate law. But I don't hate law. And, and there's a real movement even in, in the United States of America, which is so stupid, uh, against law. And people want to defund the police. Uh, people have griped about the law for years and years and years to me. And I've always said, well, why don't you go to, why would you like to go to Houston, Texas? or Los Angeles, or Chicago, or Miami, or New York City, and, and there'd be no police, no law. Uh, n- all the stop signs are taken down. There's no there's no signal lights, no red lights, green lights. There's no law of any kind. If you did that, in fact, that's pretty much happening in New York City right now, that non-headed mayor they've got. Uh, and and uh, uh, But if, if you did that, you would only have another law take over, and it would be the law of the fittest or the law of the jungle or only the strong survive. In other words, let's, let's, get, let's get rid of the old people. Let's kill them. We don't need them. Let's get rid of the babies. We don't need them. Let's kill them. And because uh, and, and, there's always going to be somebody's going to be ruling. Well, that's true. And, it, and we have to, you know, step back and take a breath and realize that that God has a plan from the beginning to the and there will be no end. I mean, this this has started with the human race, and you and I are going to live forever. And so we need all the information <laughs> heaven can give us. Absolutely. We cannot discount, discredit, or ignore uh, all of the words that are in the Word of God. One of my favorite scriptures, Terry, has always been uh, Proverbs here in chapter six, and it's such a simple verse, but I, I want to just leave it with you here so that you can go back and read that. There's so much anyway in Proverbs chapter six, but this one verse here in verse 23, it says, for the commandment is a lamp. Yes, it it's is. a lamp. Yes, it is. And he says, and the whole teaching of the law is a light and reproofs of discipline are the way of life. Yes. I mean, what a simple verse, but it's the same thing as David saying over in Psalm 119, that thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my pathway. Yes. He, he's talking about the whole commandment yes. from Genesis to Revelation. Why would anybody, especially some of, some of our you know peers, ever say that they don't like the Old Testament and don't preach out of it and just talk to us out of the New Testament? Well, if you miss the foundation of the old, you're not going to understand the new (laughs) (laughs) or appreciate it like you should. I've said for many years, and I didn't, it's not original with me. Somebody thought it up before I got up here. But uh, that the Old Testament is the New Testament concealed or hidden. Exactly. And the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. It brings it out. Yes. Have you ever looked down the barrel of a gun? Have you ever looked into a killer's eyes on the other side of that gun that says, I'm going to kill you? 
I've done it not only once, I've been shot at a number of times in a number of places around the world, and every time God has miraculously saved my life. And uh, in my old book, my original book, it's 40 years old now, uh, called More Than Conquerors, there's a story in there called Hitchhiker, the very first chapter, that you ought to read, you ought to get in the hands of your teenagers, anybody else that's going out in the world and, and there's a possibility of uh, being in harm's way. And uh, God saved my life, He saved lots of people's lives because of it, and it'll be a blessing to you, More Than Conquerors. But Psalms 138, verse 2, uh, says this, uh, I will worship toward thy holy temple, praise your name for your loving kindness and for your truth, for you have magnified your word above all your name. When I was a teenager, God gave me that scripture. And he said, I have magnified my word. I put my word even higher than my name. For me to, for me to break my word, for me to lie, I'd have to become a liar and break my, knee, my name. I'd have to bow my knee to Satan because he's the father of lies. I will not break my word. And that gave this teenager an unshakable confidence in the power of God that God will never lie, never break his word, that if I can find it in this book, I can make it happen. I can take it to the bank. And that's what happened when I've been shot at and threatened and all those kind of things. I've gone back to the fact that no, God's put his word even higher than his name. I can trust his word. And when I've done that, God's blessed me, helped me, saved me, and he'll do the same for you. Testament is the Old Testament revealed. It yes. just brings it out. Yes, but yes. You're, you're going to be governed by law one way or the other. That's right. Uh, it's kind of like in our marriage seminars over the yeah. years. I've, I've said, if you don't control your child when they're four and six and eight and ten, uh, somebody will control them. That's right. When they get to be 16, 18, 20, 22, and, they're, and so the, the police, somebody is going to control. Everybody's governed by laws. That's right. And, you know, we have laws of nature. We have laws of physics. Right. You get up on top of this building and, try, and step off, the law of gravity is going to get you. It doesn't matter if you like it or not. It doesn't matter if you like the law or don't like the law. That's it's right. still a law. That's right. That's and the thing right. about laws that people don't seem to understand are is they're not arbitrary. Laws are laws. They happen. They do. To everybody. That's Good right. people, bad people. Sinners, Christians. Yeah, they're in science and nature and then in, among humanity and civilization. I mean, if, if if law offends you, then look at guidelines, look at look at parameters, you know, well, of how you your know, life is going to function. We talk all the time on this program about how in Genesis 8, when Noah and the and the eight people came out of the ark, right, right. then God gave them four immutable laws. That's right. And that immutable means incapable of change. They'll never, they're ever, not ever change. They're not ever going to change. And God said, as long as the earth remains, yes. as long as time remains, there'll be seed time and harvest right they'll be hot and cold they'll be day and <laughs> night they'll be winter and summer now you can't change those laws they're That's there right. but that law of sowing and reaping i love it, it right. i know that i can put in put the seed in the ground and get back more than i put in how do i know That's that right. because it's a law god invented the law because god invented spiritual laws natural laws derived from spiritual laws right spiritual natural laws work because of Right. Spiritually. But, you know, when we when we when I refer and Renee refers to the law in the Old Testament, we're talking about the Ten Commandments. Right. You know, now God gave us in the in the Old Testament, he gave them the Ten Commandments. 
But that's not the only law he gave them. He also gave them ceremonial law. He also gave them religious law. He gave them laws on how the priest should dress and act. Well, we don't do those today. Uh, he, he gave them he gave them laws about some food they should eat and not eat. He gave them laws on on days to do certain things and not to do certain things. He right. gave them laws of cleanliness. <laughs> he gave them laws yes, that yes. Uh, well, there were just so many ceremonial laws and religious laws, but uh, we don't do those today. Because of the New Testament, because of the, the New God. Covenant, because of what Jesus did. That's right. Uh, but yet we still do the Ten Commandments. And whether you like it or not, uh, I, I've traveled all over this world for 54 years. I've lived in the jungle with, with natives that don't even have uh, any kind of buildings or civilization or, or written laws, but they still have a law in their tribe that says you don't, you don't kill anybody. Right. Thou shalt not kill. Yeah, you don't steal. And I've had yeah. people say to me over the years, now, Brother Terry, you know, Jesus did away with the law. And I say, what, really? What, what law did he do away with? Right. <laughs> Tell me which one of the ten he did away with. Thou shalt not kill. It's okay to kill now. Oh, no, Brother Terry, you still can't kill. Well, how about thou shalt not steal? It's okay to steal from people. Oh, no, Brother Terry, you can't steal. Yeah. I say, well, well, those, are in, those are in tribal laws in, in every tribe in the world. Right. Even, there, there, there are countries in this world, Renee, that if you that if you steal, they'll cut your hand off so right, you won't ever do it again. Right, right. It's a law that thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not have any other gods before thee. Right. Uh, there's a law for children that's marvelous. In fact, the Bible yeah, calls that that's law. That's the one I was going to bring up is about children obey your parents. You absolutely. Know? And the Bible calls the it blessing the of law that. with what? Yeah. With promise. Pro with it's it's promise. the only law only with a law promise, with promise attached to it. It says, children, obey your parents, for well, it'll be well, well with, with you, you, and you'll live long on the earth. Isn't that wonderful? You don't want to mistreat your mom and daddy. Yeah. <laughs> because right. the Bible says if you'll honor them, right, then it will be well with you. It will you, be well with and you. And you will live long on the earth. I've used that scripture all my life. Yes. I've, said, I've said, Lord, I treat my mama right. <laughs> you know, and it'll be well with me because of that. And I'll live long on the earth because Amen. of that. It's a, it's, a, it's a law with a promise attached to it. The Lord is so gracious. He's so good about everything. And he doesn't, even in the in the New Testament, it talks about the whole counsel of God. Absolutely. We don't want to miss out on any of the promises of God. If there's just a hint in any of this book that God might bless me if I did this or oh, that, yeah. then I'm going to take it. I don't want to ignore anything. I want to take every, every promise and everything that's in here. And so we want to encourage you to, to not only receive the bridge of Jesus Christ's death, burial, and resurrection for your salvation, but really understand what God was trying to do was bring both worlds together, just like it says over there in um, Ephesians chapter 3, that God was trying to make one new man. Exactly. He, he wasn't going to divide everybody up anymore to Jewish and 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 uh, Gentile, it was going to be one new man called the Christian, the Christ-like yes, one. Yes, absolutely. And uh, <laughs> well, let me say this: I, there, there's so much I could say about the law, and so much I could say about the Old Testament that we'll never get through. <laughs> but let me just say this: here's what Paul said right. about the Old Testament. He said, he said the, about the Old Testament scriptures, he said, they are able to make us wise, wise unto salvation. Unto salvation. That's what Paul thought. See, the only, Testament, the only Bible Paul had. Isn't that a great And Peter verse. had, and James had, and John mm -hmm. had. The only, the only Bible they had was the Old Testament. What a noble That's what they thing. preached out of. That's what they lived out of. And then Jesus said about the Old Testament scriptures, 
That's the only testament he had. That's the only Bible he had was the right, Old Testament. Right. And he said about the Old Testament scriptures, he said, they testify of me. Of me. <laughs> well, that's good enough for me, Renee. If the yes, Apostle Paul hallelujah. liked it and Jesus liked it. Hallelujah. You know, and, and again, we, we don't we don't go get Jesus. hung up on the ceremonial laws and we don't go get hung up. And some people do. And, and that's up to them. I'm, I'm not going to fuss with them about it. You know, I know people that won't eat bacon, won't eat pork chops, and won't eat shrimp, won't eat lobster, won't eat, you know, catfish just, just because of, of right. Jewish ceremonial right. law. And that's okay. It's not going to bug me that's if they right. do. And it's, you They're know, working out their salvation. And, it, you know, and I'm sorry if it bugs them if I do. But, but those aren't the law we're concerned with. Right. But, but God calls his, his precepts and his uh, statutes. And his commandments. Yes. He'll also refer to them as my laws. But again, he's talking about general laws that govern things. You know, I'm a pilot. I like laws. Uh, in, in aviation, they teach you, they teach every young pilot student, every trainee, they say, look, there's four laws that govern aviation. Mm. They teach you that right up front. This has nothing to do with Christianity, nothing right. to do with the Bible. They say there's four laws that govern aviation. If you treat them right, you'll live. If you don't, you'll die. They say there's two positive laws. Wow. There's the law of lift. That means the airplane will lift you up. Right. And there's the law of thrust. That's your motor. That's your engine. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a propeller job, whether it's a jet, or whether it's a rocket ship that's being propelled into space, there's a there's an engine somewhere. There's some manner of thrust. Okay, so the law of lift and the law of thrust, thrust. are two positive laws that will let you fly. But they tell you there's two negative laws, and they're there all the time. You can't get rid of them. You can't do away with right, them. And right. they will kill you if you violate the two positive laws. They will. The negative laws will kill you. And that's the law of drag, because anything dragging through the air slows you down. Right. Just like right. when you were a kid and you were in your car and you rolled the window down and you stuck your arm out the window. Well, that, that, that drag... Many pushed your time. arm back, yeah. and, and you could feel the drag of trying to pull your arm right. through that air at 50, sure. 60, 70, 80 miles an hour. And, and so there's a law of drag. Well, just that airplane being metal or fiberglass or whatever kind of plane you're in, there's a drag of pushing that through the air. Mm -hmm. But then there's also the other law, the law of gravity that we're all familiar with. And that law of gravity says what goes up. Will come down. Okay. And so if a pilot's just flying along and he's just up here, at, you know, 10,000 feet, 20,000 feet, 30,000 feet, whatever, he's flying along, Thank just you, happy as a hog in a turnip patch, uh, and just everything's great and wonderful. If he gets to thinking, you know what, I've done away with the laws of gravity. I've done away with the laws of drag. No, he uh, hasn't. They're still there. He's just overriding them right. with positive law, with higher laws, maybe I should say. The lower laws overcome by higher laws. But if he gets too smart for his britches yeah. and says, well, I've done away with those. I've done away with drag. I've done away with it. And he reaches over and turns the key off and turns that airplane off. And the, and the thrust stops. And when the thrust stops and there's no more lift, well, then guess who's there? Drag is there. Gravity is there. And they're ready to kill you. Right. So, you see, Jesus didn't do away with the laws of sin and death. Romans chapter 8 tells us that yes. the law, so there's law. two laws, the law uh, of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus yes. has made us free right. from the law of sin, sin and, and death. death. I've called that the original LSD. Some of you young people probably don't know what LSD is, but, you know, uh, the, the, the law of sin and death. Right. Now, it says very plainly, Jesus has, past tense, made us free from the law of 
of sin and death. Well, some Christians read that wrong and think, hey, I can just do anything I want to because sin and death can't get me. No, 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 no. You've got to, you've got to override that lower law right. of sin and death with that higher law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, and then you keep it in check. As long well, as you're running around up here in the, in right. the, in the, with the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, Hallelujah. then you keep this lower law of sin and death in check. But if you violate this one up here and get rid of the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus, then this one is ready to get you. That's Jesus right. didn't do away with it when he was here. If anybody could do away with it, he could have, but he couldn't. Yeah. He couldn't do away with it whenever he walked on the earth. It was well, still there. No, that's it right. It was there to get him. And uh, he will do away with it one of these days. I mean, the day's coming where he'll get it all and throw it in the lake of fire, and he'll he'll do away with it. But it's still in effect. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus is the higher law that that, that redeems you from the spirit, the law of sin and death. So you take a higher law override a lower law. So that's why I look at the Old Testament. There are, there are lots of laws there. Right. But I'm not scared of any of them. I'm not set upset over any of them. And there's some that, that are that are for us today to walk in and live in, like don't kill, don't steal, you know. Uh, and there's and then there's ceremonial law, like, you know, don't eat catfish that <laughs> I don't pay any attention to. So so the religious law, the ceremonial law, uh, you know, there's there's a law in the Bible that I've always really liked about the priest. And it says it says the priest, the man of God, shall not wear anything that would cause him to sweat. Hey, I like that. Being a missionary, I th- I've been in all these hot, hot, hot countries. And, mm-hmm. you know, I sweat all the time. But it'd be nice to wear something that you wouldn't sweat. But that that's a yes. ceremonial law. That's a religious law. That was for the priesthood uh, and the garment he was supposed to wear when he was preaching. So so there's lots of those laws that we just don't don't apply to us today. But the Old Testament itself is full of life, full of promise. Right. You, you know, one of the first, one of the earliest sermons I ever preached when I was a sixteen-year-old kid, and I preached it all over this world, uh, is that every promise in the Bible, and every every uh, uh, well, every promise in the Bible is always preceded by a little word "then," and then that's preceded that's by true. either a commandment. Right. Or a condition. Right. So yes. in other words, all these promises we confess all the time and pray all the time, they're always a commandment or a condition, then the word then, and then the promise. So in other words, people say, um, Joshua, God said to Joshua, uh, you'll prosper everything, everything you do. God will bless everything you do and you'll, you'll prosper. Well, yeah, it does say that. But if that's all you're confessing and praying is that God said, I'm going to prosper and be successful in everything I do. That's not going to work because before that, there's a commandment. There's a condition. Right. And it, and it says that you don't let this book of the law depart from out of your mouth. Let the word come out your mouth and meditate. And secondly, meditate that word day and night. Right. Thirdly, observe to do all that's written therein. So there's the condition of the commandment then it says and then then <laughs> and then thou shalt be successful right. and yet thou shalt prosper in all that you put your hand to so the, every one of those promises we we confess in the in the old testament and right. there's a bunch of them we all love them right but they're all preceded by a condition or a commandment that if you do this or when you do this then you'll get this promise. Right. But most Christians forget the commandment, forget the condition, forget the then, and they run straight to the promise and say, oh, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. Well, right. it depends on whether you meet the condition or the commandment or not. The, in, the old, in the Old Covenant, too, it gives you such a broad foundation 
I mean, it's just such a noble thing, the historical, oh, just 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 the historical value absolutely. of the things that are in there from Genesis to Malachi of of examples and the great testimonies of, of the miracles that happen in the Old Testament. I mean, th- those are things that are that are to build our faith, that are show us a, of the the miraculous things that God did all through the Old Testament to help people the the jewish people to help the prophets of god the men of god the kings uh the, any just anybody that would believe in little widow woman you know that didn't have enough oil or exactly. or me i mean god will just help anybody if they'll be obedient believe him you know and then you come in the old testament and jesus just throw and the new testament and jesus just burst the doors open and says now this is for everybody you know and it's just such a marvelous noble dignified way to handle your life from old testament to new testament and then and then why would we on any level want to get rid of any of it that could give us a standard of life that we couldn't find anywhere else on this planet you can't find it you can't find all this good wisdom and power anywhere else on the planet but in this book, the Christians are so rebellious today that they just say, well, I want all the good stuff and I don't want to meet any conditions. I don't want to meet any commandment. I just want to live like a pig and be blessed like a sheep. Yeah, I, don't I don't want anybody I want to tell me what to do. God bless me. Pastor, don't you preach on sin. Pastor, we don't want 10 commandments. We only right. want four. Right. Uh, you know, I don't want to pay 10% tithe. I only want to pay two. Uh, <laughs> you know, don't, don't, don't preach anything that could convict yeah. me, make me feel bad, uh, expose me. Uh, and, and it just doesn't work that way. Well, and people want to set their own standard, and and your standard of life uh, is not what the rest of us would like to base our life on. Right. You know, why right. would you say your standard of living and standard of thinking and and doing is is something that the whole human race could trust? Exactly. And we can't. We've got to go to something that's much higher, much finer, much greater much more noble in everything that it does, that it's for whosoever will. Exactly. And that we can have whatsoever when we do it God's way. And Jesus came to bring that wonderful bridge of bringing both of the greatness of the Old Testament, all of the history, all of the wonderful examples. And then he showed us he was the a bridge to bring us over into this New Testament that is for the whole world. Exactly. I mean, that's just we astounding. Left off, we left off last week saying that 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 every prophet that came along in the Old Testament, God said to him, say he's coming, say he's coming, say right. he's coming. And so they all prophesied Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. And finally he came. And when he came at his birth, his birth was the most prophesied event ever, ever, ever in history. He's coming, he's coming, he's Hallelujah. coming, he's coming. That's be born right. of a virgin, be born in the city of David, be born in Bethlehem right. of Judea. He's coming, he's coming, he's coming. Thank God. And uh, finally he came. And where was the church? Yeah. <laughs> they weren't there. The most prophesied event in uh, the world, and they missed it. And that proves you can live right in the middle. The church can live right in the middle of what right God's doing. Right in the middle doing, of what God's and totally doing, and, and, and nobody show up. For a long time. Everybody missed it. And then Jesus lived by the, in, by the Old Testament. Right. He, he conformed to the Old Testament because uh, he hasn't died yet. He hasn't resurrected yet. The new covenant hasn't started yet. Uh, and start the new, what we call the New Testament, really a covenant. Uh, the word covenant means a cutting. Uh, God cut a covenant with Abraham in the Old Testament. God cut a covenant with Jesus in the New Testament. And so there's a, there's a covenant there. That's right. And so Jesus lived by that Old Testament. Yes. Knowing all the time yeah. what nobody else knew, that right. there's about to be a paradigm shift. 
Jesus knows as soon as I die and as soon as I resurrect, there's going to be a major paradigm shift. And there will be a moving from the old covenant to the new covenant. And now when there's a new covenant, the Holy Spirit can live in them where before he couldn't live in them, but it could just come on them or follow them or go before them. And Jesus knew all this in those <laughs> those those years that he ministered. That's right. But the disciples didn't know it. Nobody no. else knew it. Nobody no. knew. It. They just thought they were going to live in this same way forever and ever. And so it messed them up when later Jesus started giving them some new uh, lifestyles. You don't like the word commandments or laws. He gave them some new lifestyles mm-hmm. to live in the New Testament, which totally violated you. their thinking yeah. of, of before. And sure we're did. out of time again, so we'll have to get on this next week. <laughs> we need a longer clock. Well, the, the, <laughs> the value the value of the blood, the value of the promises of God, the value of the covenant of the, that we have with the Lord Jesus Christ, it's all to help you, you know, and you've said this for all these years, Terry, that because of that, we can be the conqueror and we can be the, better, the person that yeah. comes out on the winning side more than so we want to tell you one more time as we leave today god bless you and you are more More than than conquerors conquerors. bye-bye